You're listening to The Come Up. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jacob Johnson. Alongside me is Nate Thompson, and we just started this podcast. Uh, It's called The Come Up. We're interviewing prospects that are, you know, either looking towards the MLB draft, the NFL draft, um, and kids in college or headed to college. Today, we have a pretty special guest. His name is Tyler Madison. He is from my area, from Fort Ann, New York. He now pitches at Bryant University. Um, and we're just going to ask him a few questions today, um, and kind of get it started. So Tyler, for the first question, um, let me get it clicked up here. Uh, Nate, you asked the first one. I'll get to it in a second. All right. So Tyler, you were, uh, you were thrown into the mix at Fort Ann pretty quick. Um, your eighth grade year, you guys won a state championship, so. Like I said, you were thrown into it pretty quick. And then again in 2017, how, how did you prepare to be thrown into the loop at such a young age and such a good team? Yeah. Um, it started off in Little League. Um, you know, my, my father, uh, a bunch of my buddies' parents, they were they – were, highly involved when we were young, you know, six, seven, eight, always going to play and being athletic. And, uh, you know, we, we knew, that, you know, come, come eighth grade, ninth grade time, eighth grade came along and, you know, I was playing first base, uh, kid next to me playing uh, second base with Garrett Bailey. We're both in eighth grade. Um, I don't think we had an ounce of facial hair on our, on our face. So, you know, we were pretty young at that point, but, um, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it just, just gave us a lot of experience going forward. But, uh, but yeah, that, that little league, and when we were younger, it really helped us out a lot and, and helped build our confidence. And uh, you know, we took off from there. All right, thank you. Um, so that uh, we're gonna ask about the state semifinals game that you pitched. You had 12 strikeouts, one walk, and you, it was one earned run. Was this a realization of you thinking that you could succeed at a D1 level, um, or did it come before that? Yeah, no, it, I think it, it it started coming before that. Um, you know, my, my sophomore year, we played in the uh, state semis, and we ended up losing to uh, Smithtown Christian. And uh, I think starting then, in that summer, is when I started throwing, throwing pretty hard. And, you know, I started to realize that anywhere I really went around the state, um, I was finding success against guys. Um, I mean, that's not saying I blew everybody away because I didn't, but for the most most part, you know, I, I was finding success. And and I started to get that realization that, hey, like, you know, I'm one of the best kids out here, if not the best. So I had that mentality going all the way through. And then, you know, talking about that senior, uh, my senior year, that game, you know, I mean, we, we played and we knew that Deposit Hancock was going to be a tough team. Uh, you know, they're always always known for for their at-bats and, and their good hitters and their good pitchers. And uh, that's actually the team we beat my eighth grade year in the state championship game. Um, so it was kind of a little uh, – little rivalry game, I guess you could say. But, uh, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, yeah, I mean, you know, I started to realize my senior year, like, hey, like, I'm the best player out here. You know, I'm the best pitcher here. So I just had that mentality going out and, you know, I carried it along all the way through. 
All right. So how did the atmosphere at a smaller school kind of like feel you for the competition at a D1 level? Like, how did you make the transition and how you were going to adapt to fight at the D1 level instead of like a smaller school? Yeah, it was it was a tough, tough, uh, tough changeover for sure. I mean, being in a smaller school, you know, there wasn't as much competition for spots. Um, so it, I, I never really had to, had that aspect in, in my career towards the, the latter half of my my uh, high school. But going to college, it was definitely definitely eye opening for sure. Um, going there and, and not being the best player there, you know, and not you, you got seniors and juniors that have been to the grind, they've been there three four years, so. Uh, it's learning a new environment, learning a new team, getting comfortable. You know, it, it took a while. Um, but, you know, just having that inner confidence in myself and, you know, believing that I'm the best player out there and, and thinking that and telling myself mentally so that way I go out there and pitch as much confidence as I can. That was a that was a big thing I learned in high school. Um, so I definitely definitely changed that over. But, yeah, for sure, it was definitely an eye-opening experience, you know, transitioning from class. So um, after – your first year at Bryant, you know, being a freshman in D1 school, it's, it's definitely a hard thing to get settled into. Um, you had a rough start that season, but then the next next year you pitched, you only gave up 12 runs in the 51 innings you pitched. What did you work on between that freshman year and then your sophomore year that kind of changed it for you or um, made you not play better, but definitely get more into the, the movement of being at a D1 university? Yeah, definitely. Uh... I think I think just maturing, uh, building that keep building that confidence um, and experience is a big factor. You know, I was my first ever uh, weekend I ever played at Bryant uh, freshman year was we're at Arizona. Then we went to Auburn the next year and uh, we faced uh, on Friday night they had a kid Casey Mize who's number one overall pick. Then we'll be drafted a few years ago, and it was just crazy to think that I'm on the same field with these kids. Um, you know, it was a little intimidating at first. You know, definitely, but. As I, as I kept pitching and getting experience and getting confidence, you know, I went to the summer league down in Newport and was facing kids. You know, we had kids in our team from TCU, UCLA, uh, Tulane. Like, we had kids from all over, and we're playing against all those types of kids. So, at that point, when I, you know, when I had success, I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm right there with these kids. You know, they're, they're super talented, you know, and they, they're very good players, but I'm right there with them. So, just carrying that mindset with myself and, and switching over my sophomore year, I was bigger, stronger. Uh, I had more confidence in me, and I was just like, "Listen, I've been through the ring already once. You know, I'm going out there, and I don't, I don't want to let my team down." So I just try to pitch as well as I could each start. So, did it come to a realization at some point that you might have been like a top 150 draft prospect? And I don't know if you know, but you're ranked 142nd in the MLB 2020 draft. So how how does that feel? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Um, you know, definitely to say this has been my dream since I was a little kid. Um, and but not getting too too involved in it. Um, you know, obviously accolades are nice, but you got to go out there and, and get the job done. Um, so that's uh, it's you know, I'm, I'm very flattered and very honored to be mentioned as one of those people think that think that I'm uh, you know in the top 150 for sure. But um, you know, keep keep my nose in the grindstone and just keep doing what, you know what I've been doing and keep getting better every day, um, and just going out there and giving my team a chance to win you know every single game and you know hopefully good things will happen from then. So moving towards you know what we all are being contained with right now, COVID nineteen. What have you done 
to take advantage of the off season during COVID-19 and, you know, to enhance your future and affect the way that you've been uh, pitching it, Brian? Yeah, I think uh, with, with our season being canceled last year, uh, after four weekends, um, it was it was tough, you know, because we prepared so much for the season and you get, you get the carpet pulled out from underneath you. Um, you know, I felt, you know, I was down and I, for about two weeks, you know, I was feeling sorry for myself, but I, I realized, hey, like everybody's going through, it's not just me. Um, so I, I took that time and over the summer and then in the fall like, to really think about the mental aspect of the game um, and to, you know, try to have a positive mindset more more so than a, than a negative one, if that makes sense. You know, just trying to trying to look at the lighter side of things and saying, hey, like, I'm fortunate enough, I'm be able to play Division One baseball, doing what I love, um, you know, going to school, getting a great education, and being able to, you know, hopefully go home and play professional ball at the next, at the next level. So I'm um, just looking at everything in a, in a positive light and just thinking, hey, like, things aren't as bad. You know, a lot, a lot of people have it worse off than I do right now. So, I just, you know, just keep working hard and, and taking advantage of the time that's given to me. So rolling off that, what? so what's your future look like at Bryant? Like, what are you going to do to try and, like, enhance your skill set to make it past college and make baseball potentially a career? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there's always things you can do to get better. Um, you know, there's the, everybody has their strengths and their weaknesses, but, you know, you can always work on both. Um, and my, my biggest focus is, is trying to become more of a complete pitcher and just being an overall better athlete and just, just overall better pitcher. Um, you know, be able to mix my pitches more or, you know, control my pitches better is always something I'm working on. Mechanics, you know, there's always, always stuff you can work on. And, you know, getting, getting the coaching from my pitching coach and even my other teammates and, and hearing what they have to say and watching what they do and, and watching other teams, what they do well and what they struggle with and be able to just diagnose and examine you know, what, what am I doing comparing myself to other people? Because obviously everybody's different. Everybody pitches. There's no, no two exact same ways you have to pitch. Um, but it's, it's always taking pieces, bits and pieces from everybody. You know, everybody, everybody's got some knowledge. You know, you just got you to intake that and, and, and really diagnose it and see, what, see what's going to fit for you and see what works. And I've been trying to do that my whole career to get better. And I, I think, you know, it definitely has helped a lot. Um, but there's still a long way to go. So that's, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. You know, I love the process. It's, it's, it's exciting because it's something I love to do. So, at the, at the start of your 2019 year, you played Albion Christian. And then right after that game, you were thrown right into the mix facing the number one team in the country in LSU. How did it go from playing schools like Warrensburg, Lake George, uh, Argyle, Hartford, kids that sometimes couldn't even feel the team, and then you go to play the number one team that's ranked in the country? What, how does that feel? Uh, it was, it was, I don't think there's any words to describe it. Um, it was surreal. It was unbelievable. I mean, I remember it was an eight o'clock game and I remember getting to the field at about five thirty, and there's people already in the parking lot tailgating and stuff. And it's just, it's different down South and, and obviously the number one team in the country. Um, and then I get out there for warm ups, and then, and then, you know, we, we start the inning off and I think we got a guy on and uh, they're pitching shut us down. So I go out there for the first and, Staying on the stand on the mountain, looking. I think there's about ten thousand fans in the stands, and it's just a whole like something I've never experienced before. And it was just awesome to take it in. Um, just truly blessed to be in a situation like that, um, and to have that experience and to say I was able to go do that um, was just unbelievable. Um, you know, if I could, I wish I could do that every game. Uh, it's because it's so much fun to, fun to play against. You know, because it brings the best out in you. You know, you got ten thousand fans. You got people heckling you and 
and stuff. It's, 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 it's so hard to describe, you know, it's just like an experience that's so much fun and, and your teammates are out there and they got your back and, you know, cause you're going down in uncharted territory and, and we, you know, people are asking us, where's Brian, where's Brian, you know, we're in like, Rhode Island, they're like, where's that? So it's just like, you know, people, people don't know that up here. So when we go down there, it's, you know, we try to back ourselves up and, and play as well as we can, but, but yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun to say the least. And then last question for you today, uh, then we'll let you get going is how, how does it feel knowing that coming from Fort Ann, it's, you're, you're a three-sport athlete. You guys are stars in soccer, basketball, and baseball. You have the entire community behind you going to Bryant. How did that feel going from senior year to your freshman year of college, and you have the entire community behind you? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, any, any game back in high school, anywhere we traveled, I mean, we could, we could be down in Long Island playing a regional game in soccer, and the stands are packed with Fort Ann people. Um, it's just it's truly amazing to see what this community does and, and to back everybody and, and make me feel one of their own. Um, you know, and, and even when I'm home, whenever I see anybody, they're always stopping and asking me, you know, Hey, how you doing? How are your parents doing? How's college going? You know, how's baseball? You know, we're rooting for you. We're in the best of luck for you. Um, and it's, it's just having that backing support and knowing, you know, when I'm home, you know, everybody, everybody wants, wants to see me, see me make it. And, you know, if I'm having a bad day, you know, I'm in the gym and I just, I just don't feel right here. I'm not practicing, I'm tired, or I don't want to go study for that exam. You know, I, I really think about, hey, listen, people, people back home rule me on, you know, I, I got to give everything I can to them, and I don't want to disappoint them. And, uh, you know, I do it for them. I do it for myself, my parents, because um, they've always been there for me. You know, if I've, if I've ever been down or I've ever needed something, everybody in the community was there to help us, you know, pitch in, whether it was giving us, giving us, you know, money to go out and to go out to dinner as a team or, you know, just going to basketball games and showing up and cheering us on and seeing stuff. So it's, it's truly amazing to have a community like that. And, you know, I wish every high school kid could, could experience something like that because it's just, it's overwhelming at times. It's like, wow, like this many people, you know, it's just, it's just awesome, awesome to have. And that, you know, Having that back. Yeah, so um, we're gonna we're gonna let you go here, but thank you so much for the time. Um, we're gonna post this on Twitter, and then it'll be on Spotify and YouTube in the next coming days. I'll definitely text you and let you know when it is. Um, but thank you so much, and good luck. Hey, no problem at all. Okay, really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate that. Um, I hope you. I, like this idea, guys. Hopefully, hopefully it works out for you guys. Yeah, hopefully Thanks. you're our first one on here. So uh, we have a couple other guys that we're doing the rest of the week, and then we're hoping this takes off and we can get some big prospects on here. Yeah, no doubt. Really, that's awesome. We wish you guys the best of luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Good luck in your senior year. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys.